This is episode 34 of Give Me a Chance, and it is your host speaking, Vittoria. Hi everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Give Me a Chance. I am definitely starting to feel the Christmas cheer, and if you do too, I hope you will enjoy today's episode while starting to gear up for the holiday period. This week we will listen to Vanessa's story and we will learn how she got the chance to change her life after coming out and embracing her sexuality. Let's now go listen to Vanessa's story. Hi Vanessa, welcome to Give Me a Chance. Hey, how, how are you doing? Very good, thanks. And yourself? As well. How is it going with the coming out coaches? Yeah, so with the coming out coaches, it's going very well. Uh, we also opened up our approach in terms of what does it mean coming out. And so we really want to support everyone who feels uncomfortable with something and doesn't dare to live their truth, not only in the sexual or gender way, but whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also focusing a bit on, on uh, corporate environments as well, because that's so important. Yeah, and, and I know that I know from Lucy that she was on my podcast before. Uh, your business is kind of new, but it's going pretty well. And uh, and I think that the topic of today we're gonna go into in a few seconds, it really connects really well with what you are doing. It, we are here because you have gone through some major change in your life, or you got the possibility or you grabbed the opportunity to make a change. So Tell us a little bit more about it. Yeah, so this change happened, uh, to not mention it already, it happened in uh, the mid of my 30s, or beginning of my 30s. Yeah. And it was the end of one journey and the beginning of a new journey. Actually, that was the time when I had my own coming out okay. in this uh, closed uh, sexual or sexuality sense. Yeah and discovered who I really am and um, whom I'm attracted to. And uh, then I started to go for it. So that was... That was a major switch in paradigm. Have you even ever considered about questioning your own sexuality before your coming out took place? Yeah, actually, yes and no. Hmm. So there were doubts or small question marks and I was just pushing them away as as long as I could and this has to do with uh, I would start even with school that at some parts I was really more the outsider and actually this started to happen when um, you're not a, a child anymore where maybe the gender even doesn't play a role in all of this because you're just playing around mm-hmm. and uh, games And when you start to, to grow up and you get these other interests, and I observed there already, somehow I cannot follow the other girls. And um, I had different interests. I like still to move around to sports and play table tennis and the school breaks and so on. Right. And um, I saw that I'm different. And every, the only thing that I really wanted at that time was to belong, to be like the others. And I think this really was the beginning of closing down, shutting down any other options that yeah. are not um, considered as the mainstream. The environment you grew up in, do you think it had an impact on the way you looked at, at the world at the time? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I grew up in a 
a small to medium-sized town in the southern part of Germany, which is a very nice area, by the way. And mm. um, it, that was also a time uh, where there was no internet, <laughs> uh, no phones, no Facebook, nothing, nothing, nothing of this. So also this, so there was no, there were no role models around me. There was no uh, scene that was known or, or anything. And also my with my friends, there was no one who was really out and um, at least I didn't know of anyone. Yes. So I think there was just um, also no information available. And in general, at least at that time, I was really a shy person. So I was also not daring to go on a path of exploration on my own. So yeah. maybe it would have been different if there would have been someone similar to, to me. And that could have pulled me along. But uh, since there wasn't, and it was more this really classical, traditional uh, environment, and I wanted to belong so much. I wanted so much to belong in this environment. So there was maybe not a chance at that time for me. Yeah. And the feeling of belonging or not belonging, uh, did it stay on when you grew out of your uh, home place? Actually, Yes, in some parts, and in other parts it got better when I went to the university. So I studied computer science, okay. and I liked also mathematics a lot. And so there were already people, uh, let's say uh, women and men, students, that uh, had these same interests. And yeah. the second part where I also always felt a type of belonging, which was at sports, for example, at my fencing club, And uh, again, the other topics that matter in the real life don't matter in these places because you are in a very special position. So you you talk about different stuff uh, during the studies and not about, uh, okay, uh, who do I want to date tonight? Yeah, that, that's true. And that's true. And I mean, the focus is shifted. You're so focused on your goal and that's to study and to graduate. But I can imagine that there was also a component of Uh, social uh, interaction and uh, actually what I wanted to ask you is um, how was your interaction to both men and women at the time during the time in which you were not really aware or conscious of the fact that you uh, would have come out but still that something might have happened yeah yeah actually so I was already thinking even again first back to school And I just remember a situation, we were just sitting there on the floor waiting for a class to start or something to, to go. And I was always very, um, yeah, I could say shy, or I was very uh, cautious that I would not touch accidentally another girl. Let's say you sit and the knees touch each other or something like that. Because mm -hmm. I always had like a fear that there could be an interpretation of it and I could be somehow discovered. So there was knowledge inside of me, but um, it was something so huge to me that I didn't want to um, yeah, make this reality. And then later on, in it, also my work life, it was a bit switched. So I was working in the automotive field. Oh. So in one part, I was the only woman as an engineer uh, between 
40 guys and it was on one side I felt very comfortable yeah on the other side there were also happening misunderstandings in terms of um, yeah let's sure let's go for a coffee after the lunch break yeah and um, the other person the the guy thought that this is already an invitation to to ask me out or, or something which I was not interested in and today we know why how did you get to the point in which you really considered uh, your sexuality? Yeah, so at some point I, I just stopped taking care of this issue or thinking of it. And I was learning how to be happy no matter if I am with someone, if I'm dating someone or if I'm just enjoying my life as, with, with myself and friends. Yeah. And uh, But then at some point I had a very close friendship to a woman which was related or based on uh, common sports and activities okay. and which ended uh, let's say dramatically and uh, that she stopped any any contact probably she has oh. felt something which I tried to to hide and, and everything and after that I met another guy and that was the opposite he liked me more than I could handle and at the end I landed on the couch or in the chair of a coach trying I seek for help to figure all of this out my feelings what is happening with this guy and I remember I had like three questions or three options that could be true one is that I have some kind of proximity issues and maybe I need to see a therapist or something. Mm -hmm. um, the second option that naturally, okay, maybe it's just again, not this person that is the right one for me. And the third option was, oh yeah, maybe it's not men after all. And um, yeah, this coach helped me with one session to get clarity. Yeah, at the moment that you realized, actually it is option three. What is the feeling you, you felt and how did it change your life in a way? Yeah, so that was really an amazing feeling. So of, of liberation, of knowing, ah, that's why. And then, of course, if you have this, uh, actually, I realized it by having a really a, a crush on, on a woman and to have all of these feelings like, uh, uh, how to say, weak knees and... Uh, Butterflies know, in the stomach. Butterflies flying around yeah. and, and all of this. I mean, these are also great feelings and I didn't feel this for so many years. And so that was really an exciting time. I had a lot of energy. And at that time I was living in Berlin. I also had a, a former colleague from whom I knew that she's a lesbian. Okay. And I also contacted her and she gave me tips where I could go out and I started to have the courage also to go out just on my own, even if there's no one. And uh, every time when I took a step in this direction, the universe uh, gifted me with really great uh, encounters and experiences. How did you uh, decide to bring the news to your family and friends? Because that must have been a really uh, tough or maybe not moment. Um, yeah, so in general, I'm lucky with my family and parents and also my friends that I never had a fear how they would react. Or maybe it's also I even didn't care a lot because I was hiding for myself for so many years. 
I also there was a phase where I regretted that I had kind of missed out, you know, the the twenties and mm. all of this period. Uh, so that there was never a question for me, ah, should I tell or should I not tell? And it was just clear to me. And in general, the reactions were very positive, uh, yeah. especially if you think that also the environment. I, I mean, I have, uh, I had a process to reach this point, and I didn't share this process with my family. Okay. So um, when I told them. I was already here, but they were still, let's say, at the beginning. And of course, uh, they also needed a uh, time to to process the new information and um, these changes. But there was never any anything really bad or, or negative or, yeah, so fortunately. So the, now the only decision for me or question is: Is it safe in terms of uh, physical safety? To share, depending on the environment or yeah. not, since we know that there are regions in the world where it's better not to tell. And talking about the fact that you had a coach that helped you getting through this process and even actually gave you a, a trigger to start thinking about it. How did that, that influence you to become a coach yourself? Yeah, so... As I mentioned, I studied computer science. When I moved then to Switzerland, uh, I met Lucy. And in Switzerland, my first position was uh, to pursue a PhD, which I finished. And then I saw also all these kind of boring uh, job advertisements. Oh. And I felt that's not my heart so much in most of these. And I was really struggling a bit okay what is it that I really like where I'm where am I on on, on mm. fire and I realized actually I have a gift to uh, create uh, safe spaces to, that people feel, feel safe to share I love sports um, I also even before I started to uh, get a certification as a fitness instructor now I'm also a breathing instructor and neuroathletics trainer and all of these together And um, also, again, with the help of uh, a coaching program, yeah. I redefine myself what I want to do in, with my life. And that is also to, to support people. When I was asked, okay, who do I want to help? Yeah. Then my first point, idea was, okay, I've received so much also from the LGBT community, especially when I moved to, to Switzerland. And I also had this thought that, okay, I, it took me many years to come to this point where I'm now. And if I can help and support someone to maybe have a shortcut and have really realizations earlier, then I, uh, yeah, I'm so happy if I can, can help with this. And why do you think coaching more than any other possibility would help people to uh, maybe come out or take major changes in their lives? Both uh, approaches, therapy and coaching, they are very yeah. different, and both of them have their spot, and uh, they, yeah, they need to be, uh, because coaching it's not about treating any kind of diseases or anything. <clears throat> But um, I think in some parts, coaching can be much more efficient or effective. That, yeah, you. You, you get more into, into action or in, in my case it was kind of uh, working with inner images uh, hypnosis okay. kind of thing and then things just start to to happen 
and you, you change and then even without realizing you meet someone and you know what's uh, and then happens i think that coaching really puts the the client the person who seeks for coaching it puts the person in in charge and gives the responsibility to this person and you get empowered you're not anymore a, a, a victim because you're in charge of of your life and you can change it and you're not you don't have a disease you're not ill or, or anything you have all the resources that you need there in in you as the coming out coaches that you are you and lucy what are the next plans for the future knowing that now you put people in charge Yeah, so of course we want to expand this, do this more. And um, we also see, because she's a life coach, she's even more like the coach that I have seen. And I'm more from coming from the sports side because this is really my, my passion. And I've discovered how much... Um, so if you start to go to the gym, you lift weights and so on, if your breathing technique is not good and you're everyday breathing, not only in the gym... And also if your brain needs maybe some different kind of activations, then all of this training that you do is not so effective. This was my own experience. And this, now I want to, to give even more. And this means uh, that yeah, we have this uh, holistic approach to, to offer both to a person, yeah. depending on the needs of someone. Cool. And uh, in the future, we want also to improve how we can integrate this even even more and yeah also offer it maybe towards towards groups and also corporate groups maybe thank you so much for sharing your story and it's really really so inspiring to to hear how you went through it and how you approached it thank you so much for having me here and um, i mentioned already that i'm really also grateful for uh, my story and my my, yeah. my past And actually, I also would like to give back of what I have received. So um, I would like to offer to any of your listeners who will watch us or listen to us. I would like to offer a free session towards to check on the breathing and maybe also some uh, neuroathletic aspects. So whoever is reading, listening, um, Yeah, you can really contact me and I'm happy to to provide a, a free session to you. Oh, that's absolutely really, really kind. Thanks, Vanessa. This was Vanessa's story. After struggling during her youth and in her 20s to fit in and concentrating on sport instead, Vanessa came to question herself and why she didn't manage to get a stable and fulfilling relationship. But it was after talking to a coach that she came to acknowledge her sexuality and she decided to come out. And that opened up the world for her. Vanessa is helping others through her own business, The Coming Out Coaches, while working as a researcher at a Swiss university who is concentrating on data analysis. This was the end of this episode. Have you ever had the chance to change your life or do you know anybody who has? Please get in touch with us and leave a comment here below. And if you have enjoyed this episode, do not forget to like and subscribe to this channel and see you next time. Give me a chance on your screen and in your ears.